This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Episode 12, Prepare for the Worst. In this episode, Adam and Peter discuss the worst-case scenario. When it has hit the fan and all of the preventative measures have failed, it is time to mitigate the damage. All right, Peter. We are finally on step 10, preparing for the worst, in our in your white paper, uh, 10 Critical Steps to Survive a Ransomware Attack. Yes, sir. Number 10. So just a quick recap uh, in case you're in case you're joining us late in this podcast, <laughs> yeah. uh, there were uh, nine episodes before this one, or ten actually, because one we went over everything really quickly. Um, so hopefully, the first thing you did was dropping administrative rights over your system. We told you that this is really simple, costs almost nothing, and quickly enhances your system security. Um, again, that step in and of itself technically would not prevent ransomware from getting onto your system. But it is so important to securing things that, you know, I still put it up there just as the first step. Um, it's also, it was pretty achievable. It was an easy to do thing. So I wanted to, you know, help wet people's appetite and realize that this security stuff doesn't have to be super hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> number two, you've checked and made sure that your systems are being fully patched not just your operating system, but also your third-party applications as well. And you've got someone watching over them to make sure that the correct patches are being rolled out promptly. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean like, oh, yeah, uh, two weeks ago I downloaded an update from Microsoft, so we're good. No, it means that something's <laughs> happening all the time, checking every day to make sure your systems are up to date. Um, hopefully, step three, you got or at least are looking into getting a web content filter to screen out malicious websites before your systems are even allowed to access them. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know that there's a bad side of town over there. Don't go there, <laughs> right? And it's like, oh, I really want to go make... No, don't go there. If you don't have legitimate business over on the bad side of town, don't go there, period. So, uh, related to that, um, you've worked with your IT provider to get a properly configured firewall and it's allowing only legitimate traffic both into and out of your network. So if something does slip through one of these other cracks and one of your systems got compromised, it can't phone home and talk to the bad guys and become a part of the uh, zombie apocalypse army. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You've worked with your email administrator or provider to restrict attachments, blocking anything that's not absolutely required. So you're not allowing those... um, resume.doc.exe files. <laughs> yeah. you know, you're not allowing, uh, what was it, Anna Kornikova.jpg.exe. <laughs> that was a big one. <laughs> yeah, for forgot a while. about that. Yeah, yeah. And those are you know files that at casual glance look like an, ex, uh, look like a, uh, an image file, but you click on it and it's really a program and it infects your system. Mm-hmm. Um, you identified all the spots on your network. Uh, on your system where you have data, uh, anything, and uh, work with your IT provider to restrict access. Only those people who need it can get to it, right? Not everybody needs access to your accounting stuff. Not everybody needs access to your personnel data. Not everybody needs access to research and development. So segment all that stuff off. Uh, You verify that you have rock-solid backups 
uh, appropriate to your required level of recovery so that your business can get back to business rapidly enough in the event of a disaster. And we don't want to beat that one to death, but you know, we just want to make sure that you've tested it out and you know what is it really going to take if the worst thing happens, what's it really going to take to get you back online? Uh, you've discussed this with your staff and you let them know that you are constantly at risk from the internet and threats on the internet. And uh, you're looking into or you've implemented a security awareness program, which is an ongoing process to keep your people trained so that they know what to look out for. Not, oh, yeah, we, we had a talk on phishing last year. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Doesn't count. Nobody remembers that. You've got to keep it in front of people's mind. And uh, as of the last podcast, you uh, worked with your IT staff or at least uh, started the conversation about whitelisting so that you're only letting your programs run the programs they need to run as opposed to the ones that your staff may want to run. Mm -hmm. Those two are almost certainly not the same, right? (laughs) Unless you're in audio production or something, you probably don't need iTunes running on your business machines. Mm -hmm. So that's it. We're done, right? No. No, not quite. <laughs> Sorry. And this is something where, you know, I've, I've been told sometimes I'm too honest. And, well, here's one of those examples. Anybody who tells you that they offer a completely or a complete security system or a completely secure system is lying. It is impossible. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to be 100% effective 100% of the time so that nothing could ever nothing bad could ever happen. It's just not possible. There's always a chance that even with all these steps that we've taken something really bad could happen. Um and now when in, uh, when I say this, some people immediately say, "Oh, well, that's it. Then we're not going to do anything. There's no need." <laughs> no point. That is Ridiculous. That is like saying, uh, well, you know, if I got into a really bad car accident, even if I wear my seatbelt, I could still die. Therefore, I don't wear my seatbelts. Okay? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like, yes, you're right. It's possible. You can still die in a car crash, even if you have a seatbelt and you have airbags. You still want a car with seatbelts and airbags, and you mm-hmm. want to use them, right? Because there's a lot of stuff it will protect you from. So, should all fail, uh, all of those other things, your last line of defense is probably going to have to be to have a comprehensive insurance policy that's going to cover you in the event of a disaster or an extortion case. Mm -hmm. Now, the good news is here is you, the business owner, probably don't need much from your IT people on this one, other than maybe getting an inventory and value on all of your stuff. Yeah. So, this is non-technical, but you will have to talk with your insurance agent. Um, don't assume that your current insurance policy covers these things because even if it covers, say, the cost of replacement for uh, you know hardware in the event that uh, you have a fire or something, it unless you've added this specific coverage, it probably does not include uh, cyber threat, cyber attacks. Right. And that could be phishing, that could be uh, hacking attempts, it could be viruses, it could be any number of different things. So cyber insurance, cyber liability insurance, all these different things are totally separate policies usually. They may be bundled into certain professional liability policies, but um, you really need to talk to an insurance agent about this. 
Um, because the way, and this is the way it works as new threats and new risks emerge, insurance policies add on and yes, they, they do cost more. Not always. Sometimes you can get a better deal somewhere by combining policies, but, um, you know, there are a lot of exclusions. And if you look at your standard policy, uh, it may not say anything about a virus outbreak. It may not say anything about a hacking attempt, something to that effect. So, that's something you want to definitely talk to. And again, you still want to do those previous nine steps because even if you say, oh, our insurance policy covers us, so we're fine in the event that we have uh, you know, a hacking attempt or a successful hack on our systems. Well, if you lose everything and you're down for some time, insurance does not restore that time that you are down. And insurance payouts, they generally take a little while. Uh, plus there is that whole, you know, great. The insurance agent shows up and gives you a check. You can run down to the store and buy yourself new computers, but where's your data coming back from? The insurance guy doesn't have that, right? So you got to go back with those previous nine steps that we've been talking and implement those as well because you can't rely on this because your recovery time is not something that's factored into your insurance check. And the other thing is, should you get hit by ransomware, I really, really hate to say this, because if you have done, especially step number eight, and you have rock-solid backups, you should never have to do this. But in the event that you do have to pay a ransom, you probably will have to pay it in the online currency called Bitcoin, And if you have not yet set yourself up with a Bitcoin exchange account or have some Bitcoins of yourself, of your own in a wallet, this is a process that will likely take several days to start up. So should you have to pay a ransom? And again, it like goes against every grain of my, in my body to recommend that you have to do this. Mm-hmm. But we worked with a, a client just recently that had absolutely no other option because they didn't do most of those previous nine steps. Mm-hmm. They had to pay the ransom. And the only way that happened is we had to help them set up an account. We had to fund the account, transfer the money, send the money to the, to the, uh, the, the cyber thieves, and this whole process took several days. All in all, they were down for about two weeks. And some of that could have been avoided. Well, all of it could have been avoided had they taken the previous steps that we yeah. had discussed. Uh, some of that could have been avoided had they been, you know, had they had some money in a Bitcoin funded somewhere. And you don't need a lot. I mean, you can do this for like a hundred bucks. You can buy yourself a, a fraction of a Bitcoin and have it just sitting around, you know? So it's a little bit of a, of your own little internal insurance policy. Um, but that's it pretty much, you know, be prepared for everything to go bad and then have a policy to fall back on if that's the case. So a lot of these things that we've talked about are things that people don't like to think about. They, you know, and, and people will jokingly and seriously say, oh, I don't, I don't like to think about that. It's just like, okay, well, that's, that's wonderful, but you're really burying your head in the sand. And that is not a smart plan at all. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just denial is not a plan of action. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and I'd like to add there, um, you should have a good, or you should have this conversation also with your accountant. Because I have a colleague who who has a, a phone company, mm-hmm. and they had assets. I mean, they've got 
they've got hardware and phones and PBX and that kind of thing. Well, they had a fire, and they lost it all, and they got the insurance money. But the problem was the accountant, their accountant, didn't label things quite correctly. So mm. that insurance check counted against his personal income, not Ooh. a payment for the company. So because things weren't written right, you know, he had he had he lost like hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of gear. Well, they wrote the check to him, not to the company. <laughs> so now his income has gone up by hundred fifty thousand dollars in one year. Oh. <laughs> That's a new tax bracket for yeah, that, yeah, that's a new tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> but it could have been avoided and could have been fixed and he was you know mm-hmm. had he been a little bit more prepared for this disaster. And, and that's just one example of speaking to a lot of um you know, speaking to experts in their uh, you know in their fields so there there's some value in that yeah it costs money to talk to an attorney it talks it costs money to talk to an accountant it talks it talks i can't speak. <laughs> it costs money to speak to a competent it professional and yes the, the you know it's true but wow you know having to pay uh you know pay a few hours for an accountant to properly tax or uh, properly categorize things versus uh, additional income on one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You think you think ah, two hundred dollars a quarter? That's eight hundred dollars a year. That's not. That's too much. Not <laughs> not not in that case. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Oh, brother. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. Those are the ten steps. And um, like I said, I'm not going to say anything is foolproof and anything is, uh, you know, 100%. But if you do all those 10 steps, uh, I have a hard time uh, imagining. I mean, you'd be so so much more secure. It's just not funny. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have trouble expressing it. I don't want to say I can't imagine you getting hacked because it, it can certainly still happen. No question about that. Mm-hmm. But the amount of effort that would need to be done. We're talking like, you know, the NSA has to be uh, gunning for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All these things. So, um, yeah, there you go. All right. Well, thank you, Peter. I, I think this has been good. I think so, and I hope that our listeners get uh, a ton <laughs> of value out of this. I guess it really doesn't matter what I think, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Peter. <laughs> I don't care what you think. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Right. I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Looking forward to it. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast. And leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.